All right. This happened in October of 1999. At the time, I was the uh, curator of the zoo. And so if something went wrong at night and I lived close by, I'd get a call. Well, 2 a.m. in the morning, I got a call from the night watchman. Nathaniel was a younger man who was our night watchman. And as luck would have it, he was training a new night watchman that night. And they called me because they found some bear tracks on a trail when they were making their rounds around the zoo. So I made my way in and I found them. They had barricaded themselves in a building, including a door handle through the double handles, uh, a broom handle through it. Well, I asked them where they saw it at, and it was over on the west side of the zoo, so I took a walk down the uh, service road, and it, was, it had been a stormy night, there had been some fresh snow, and sure enough, in the uh, snow, there was some bear tracks. They were black bear tracks, and I suspected it was by the size, it was Zach. Zach was a two-year-old black bear that we had gotten from Big Game down in Portage, he had been orphaned in Girdwood, and he had lived down there, but they didn't have any large habitats at that time to keep him. So he came to us. So I knew he was out, so I went back to my office. And first I called our, our veterinarian, Dr. Wilson, let him know what was going on. And then I called Rob. He was one of our keepers that also lived close by. Well, we had knocked Zach down two weeks earlier uh, to neuter him. And so I knew exactly what medications would be needed in order to sedate him. So I was loading up these darts, and the darts are kind of cool. They're double-chambered darts. The tips aren't normal. They have two holes off the sides. And so you put the medicine in, you put the, dart on, the tip on, and then you put a little plastic sleeve on, and then you inject air in the back. And so when it hits its target, the plastic sleeve gets pushed back, and the drugs are automatically injected. So I loaded up a couple darts, and I asked Rob, I said, well, why don't you go and uh, take the truck and drive down the service road, see if you see anything. And Rob radioed back and said he hadn't seen anything at that time, and I was still waiting for Riley. So I said, well, why don't you uh, come back up the hill halfway and just turn off the truck and keep the lights on. And I said, I'm going to take a little walk around. And so I took a walk and started walking down towards the black bear habitat, and it was the oldest habitat in the zoo at that time. And uh, up ahead of me, I could hear Zach before I saw him. And he was sitting outside his habitat, bawling. Just sitting there looking at his habitat and bawling. And I'm looking at him through the scope of the rifle and it's just like, he just wants to get back inside. Well, it would have been an easy dart, but then I also thought, well, these darts do hurt. And when I hit him, he's going to take off running. And we're going to spend the next few hours searching around the zoo trying to find him. So I called Rob, and I had this idea. And I said, Rob, you know, when he was down in Portage, they used to take him around on a leash. And I said, I'm going to try to walk him back to the habitat. Well, Rob calls back on the radio, and he goes, uh, you were breaking up, I think. That didn't make much sense, you know. Uh, and I said, well, you know, he's, he's only two years old. He's maybe 250 pounds. He used to be walked around. I have one dart in the gun. I have another dart in my hand. And I said, you know, I, I think I can walk him back. And I said, just come up the hill a little further over by the wolf intersection because that's the direction I'm going to go. And he goes, all right. So 
I'm looking at Zach, he's looking at me, but the way I need to go is past him. So I just go, Zach, and he just starts trotting over towards me. Well, I just walked right past him, and I was, come on, Zach, and he turned around and started trotting behind me. So I'm walking along, and I'm some part of it I was thinking of my logic. Well, yeah, I've got a dart in my hand, but it does take 20 minutes for it to take effect. I could be in for a 20-minute ass-whooping. So we're trucking along. We go about 70 yards down the trail, take a left on the Wolf Trail. There's Rob with the headlights on in the truck. We take another left and up the service road. I keep turning around. Yep, Zach's still here. Come on, boy. So we get up to the backside of the old uh, bear habitat. And, uh, and you know, it, it's getting a little dicey. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, it's... Uh, you know, he wanted to go back inside. I, you know, I, I knew that's what he wanted. And I know some people out there are going, oh, you speak bear? Well, no, I, I, I don't speak bear. Well, maybe a little. Um, I had been raising three bears at the time. Uh, Mavis, the black bear, Oreo, the brown bear, and Apoon, the polar bear. Maybe I'm bear-lingual. But, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, I thought I knew it well enough, their body language and stuff, what's going on, that then I, was also, I can also hear in my head ex-wives and ex-girlfriends saying, you can talk to a bear, but not to me. <laughs> yeah, true, guilty. So anyway, we get to the back of the building, and it was the, there had been some you know, snow, and so I had a little fumbling around with the lock because there was some ice on it. And then came the tricky part because Mavis was in the exhibit somewhere and I had to take him inside the little keeper room which is smaller than the bed of this truck and then close the door in order to open up a den door to get him back in. So I was like, okay, and I opened up the door and walked in and come on in, Zach, and he walks in with me and I close the door behind him. Well, I reach over open up a den door, he waltzes right in, no sign of, of Mavis, close that door, and I call Mavis in, lock her in. It was a windy night and the wind had taken out, uh, a branch had come down and taken out the electric fence. Well, I come out of the building and Rob pulls up in the truck and he goes, wow, he goes, I can't believe you did that, but it looked really cool. It's like you're walking this really big dog. And then Riley shows up, and I kind of explain to him what happened. You know, this is what, why did it. And he goes, man, you guys make my job easy. Good night. So that's my tale of, uh, you know, 20 years ago, we don't do things the same way anymore. Um, if Zach got out now, I promise I won't try to walk him back. He's over 500 pounds. Uh, you know, a little older, a little wiser, but it all turned out pretty well. And thanks for coming out tonight. <laughs>